Hello folks, welcome to Old Ass Movie Review. I'm Dave, that's Scott, and today we are going to review Albert Finney's Scrooge. I say Albert Finney's, but it's not really his. Um, it's a musical from 1970. It was released at the theater, and I saw it for the first time probably after, probably the first run on television. Mm -hmm. Probably monday night at the movies or friday yeah. night at the movies one of the old cbs or nbc i mean we had three channels so when yeah. somebody had a movie it was movie night you know yeah. everybody got around the there yeah, you got your popcorn yeah. you got ready and yeah. we watched and it's like we talked earlier uh like disney you know right. there was always the movie of the week or whatever and you sat right. down and it was a whole gathering now we have thousands of options any second at any second any time to watch whatever we want and it's just it's kind of weird it's kind of weird and you, you spend an hour looking for something but dude i spend more time looking for something on netflix than i do watching it's like yeah. what's that what's that let me watch a trailer and i'll and i'll spend an hour watching fucking trailers so it's like okay well that was interesting trailer reviews we could there's some really bad ones how how in this day and age can people not make a good trailer there's plenty of examples of what a good trailer is i'm just I, saying that's that's a whole that's a rabbit hole man right there just i know right conversation. so let's stick with let's stick with, let's stick with scrooge <laughs> let's stick with scrooge the happy guy uh um, i hate people you know what i think of it i've, I've watched this I got lucky. Um, I was looking for this for the longest time on DVD, and I could never find it. This is another one that I could never find. I don't mm -hmm. even know. I've stopped looking for it on DVD right now. I don't even know if it's sold on DVD, to be honest with you, or Blu-ray or anything. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I stopped looking. But I got lucky, and I found it, and I got it. I'm not going to say how, but I got it. And I watch it every year since I got mm -hmm. it. <laughs> and it's got to be one of it's it's up there it's one of my favorite versions of scrooge albert finney with minimal makeup is has become scrooge as an old man yeah and if it is minimal makeup but it's it's well it's it's here's the thing that's one of the things i noticed right away when we went went back in time with the movie uh -huh. and saw young ebenezer versus you know when i say yeah. young you know, young, not child, but young yeah. Ebenezer versus current. They did a young really man. good job making him look old. They right. did it with just having his hair unkempt, yeah. his dirty fingernails, his, I mean, they made a point to show that he was dirty. He was, he was not, yeah. a, he was this, this he is the most, this is the most vile portrayal of Ebenezer Scrooge that I have seen. Yeah. This man is a motherfucker. And, and, and more so than others. And all thanks to Albert Finney and his absolute brilliant acting ability. Dude, he's great. <laughs> he's got minimum hair done. Like they they thin up, make his hair look thin, so it's probably a headpiece and all that. Then again, Albert Finney may have let them thin out his hair. Who knows? This guy, yeah. he was that kind of actor. He would look whatever was for the part. But no prosthetics on his face None. for his old and age. He looks 30 he, years older he does this thing with his mouth in his jaw and he, like, he also hung he he bends over more yeah yeah he, he hunks, hunches his shoulders he pushes his, his shoulders forward he's hunched mm -hmm. over and he walks he walks different he, he, he always has a scowl on his face and he shuffles when he's walking 
and it's if he didn't do all that and they just had what minimum makeup on, it would have never worked. This was act this is fucking acting. This yes, it is, is. missing nowadays. It this is this guy, and when he starts singing he I hate people, which is my I favorite song people. in the whole thing, because I can absolutely relate to it. Um <laughs> And I sing that song all the time. My wife laughs at me. <laughs> I hate people. Um, but when he starts singing that, you see him physically getting angrier and his face just gets meaner. And he's just the looks of detest and his body uh -huh. language is just. He's a hell of an actor. Dude, he, he brought it. He understood everybody. the assignment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the kids are chasing him. All the little boys that are like begging for money and singing and, you know, getting yeah. money early on are following him around and they're singing Father Christmas. But I just want to talk about him because he's such a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. And like you said, when they switch to him being the young man and he's courting his girlfriend, he's he's straight up. His shoulder, that, that guy's yeah. got like wide, you know, wide shoulders. I mean, I have narrow shoulders, but. He's yeah, got he's like wide, broad-looking guy. Like, looks very different than, and it's not padding. It's nothing like that. That's no. That's it's real, the physicality real of his acting was very apparent. Um, it's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. insane that anybody can do that with minimal makeup, not losing eight hundred pounds. You know that he didn't lose yeah. fifty pounds to play the part of Ebenezer Scrooge. He looked like he lost fifty pounds. But he didn't. He just yeah. he was the same guy that he I, was when he was playing you know, the old guy. It's, it's a whole nother it's a whole nother topic and a whole nother podcast, but I always felt that if you go through that type of physical transformation, you're not really right. acting. You're just pretending to be that person. You're you're um well, of course that's what acting is. However, right. no, you, but you I know what you mean. It's you, no longer you, acting and you've actually done it. You've actually done it like Shia LaBeouf taking out his teeth for a movie. It's like, are you kidding me, you freaking idiot? Yeah, uh, Christian Bale dropping down to under 100 pounds for yeah. the ma machinist or mechanic, which is an yeah. awesome freaking movie. And it's amazing, but it was not necessary to to yeah. damage yourself for that. There, it's there's not. There's no reason to do Because that catches up to you. There are actors who have done it. It does. That. There's actors now that are like, nope, not doing yeah. any weight changes. None. It's hell no. It, it, it really <laughs> yeah. catches up to you, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, your body's just not made think, to I think Tom Hanks said that helped contribute to the fact that the reason he has diabetes now and everything else because of all the, the weight changes. Oh, all the shit that he did over, yeah. over the years. I think, uh, yeah. I, can, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I, I could I be wrong. I could have read the article wrong or it could be misremembering or a Mandela <laughs> effect. There is no Tom Cruise in this universe or yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. <laughs> see, what they switch places? You never see them together. <laughs> no, you don't. That's creepy. Don't. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, anyway, back to Albert Finney. Okay. Back to Albert Finney. And before yes. we go any further, folks, please uh, hit the subscribe, hit the, hit like, the like button, share us, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Uh, let other folks know what you think. Go ahead and share us around. Uh, we're on Rumble also. If you're yes. on Rumble, share us around, please. I'd like to get us out there. I, I really like Rumble because I think we get more, I think we get more feedbacks from Rumble so far, mm. if I'm not mistaken, I think. Um, but we're here to talk and chit chat about movies. Yeah. We're, you know, 
unless Rumble, YouTube and Facebook. So if you want to watch the video, that's where it is. And, and audio is wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll find us. So unless you're Kathleen Kennedy or you've spent a hundred million dollars on a really bad movie, we're going to try and find something nice to say about a movie when we do a review. (laughs) So if for some reason you guys tune in and you see two black gay chicks, we have been bought out by Disney. Yeah. (laughs) And moving on. (laughs) Speaking of which the Pandaverse. Um, we have but fallen into through, the pandaverse. <laughs> I want to go through the names of this movie because there are some there's two very big names in this movie right off the bat. One, of course, is Albert Finney. Mm-hmm. The second, we always drop a Star Wars reference. And this is without me even trying. Sir Alec Guinness is the ghost of Jacob Marley. What on earth? Holy Mother Murgatroyd, that guy. I know, right? So different. He, the thing is, he changes his voice. And I've seen him do that kind of voice in one or two other movies before. But he plays the ghost and he's in white and he's, you know, chained. And they he's got his chains. At one point, they have him floating on wires. It's kind of cheesy, but it really works. It works well, really man. Well. It, the wire work is great in here. But the thing that really got me is the way he moved. Again, it's all about the movement. You believe he's Jacob Marley's ghost. Yeah. He's, doing this. he's moving backwards at one point. And I was trying to figure out, did they film him walking like in this weird walk and then just reverse it? But I don't think I don't they think did. So. I think no. that was him. I think that was him just moving. He, like, he had a movement. He walked and then did it backwards. Yeah, he had a movement about him that was actually really cool. Yeah, um, creepy very creepy yeah yeah and and oh, I, I just gotta because this is the way my brain works and i apologize listeners and watchers dave talks about somebody walking backwards in a movie if you haven't seen it watch malignant on max or wherever the hell it's at right now right. james wan um there's an actor that spends the entire time moving backwards actually fighting and attacking people backwards they're oh, a contortionist. It is the most insane thing. When you watch, it's like, how did they get this CGI to work this way? It's not. Right. It's a real person, and it makes it so. The movie is batshit crazy. I absolutely adore Malignant because of stuff like that. It's just right. like, you know what? Screw you. We're making a horror movie, and it's going to be nuts. And it was. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. But anyway, back to that. Back to Scrooge. Yes, Alec Guinness. My God, he was great as Marley. I And every year... Or almost every year, I forget that he's Marley until he shows yeah. up. Because I completely forgot that you job. said that. <laughs> yeah, he does such a good job. Um, but some of the other names in this are Edith Evans. She was the ghost of Christmas Past. Ah, he was the one who basically took no crap from Ebenezer. No, she didn't. I loved Christmas Past. Um, Kenneth Moore was the ghost of Christmas Present. Lawrence Naismith was Mister Fezziwig. Michael Medwin was Harry Scrooge, Harry Scrooge's nephew. It did they the way they wrote that out it didn't look right. Um, Harry Scrooge. David, yeah, Harry Scrooge's nephew. Wait, what? Uh, David Collins was Bob Cratchit. Anton Rogers was Tom Jenkins. Um, Susan Nev Nevy was Isabel Fezziwig. Francis Kuka was Ethel Cratchit. And then there, uh, some of the other names are just. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Rob Kinnear, second gentleman of charity. 
he's if when if you folks look up, look him up on IMDb, uh, Roy Kinnear, you may not know the name, but when you see him, you're gonna go, holy crap, this guy's in everything back in yeah. the 70s and 80s. This guy was such a big. He did Disney. He did. There's a lot Harry, of familiar faces in this. Universal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Gordon Jackson, I think, was in Empire. Empire Strikes Back. Um, mm-hmm. Patty Stone was the ghost of Christmas yet to come. I mean, there's just names in here, and it's all faces that I'm recognizing, which is yeah. great. They don't have any of the kids on here. Which is a shame because they may have went on to do some things, but yeah, um, the kids that follow are basically Scrooge's nemesis off and on. Pretty much, pretty much. They are really good. Those kids Look, all when we all were when we were growing good. up, it was always fun to harass the neighborhood curmudgeon, you know, because right. you knew you'd get a, you'd get a rise out of them, and that yeah. that was cool to see these kids. They they were being kids. They were fucking with Scrooge pretty hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everybody hated Scrooge. We all know the story of A Christmas Carol. We all do. This right. one does it a little differently than some. Um, I I found that this was, for me, one of the most vile portrayals of Scrooge just by some of his comments. Um, and I forget the exact verbiage, but when he's being told about people dying, he's like, well, they better hurry up and get on with it and reduce the surplus yeah. of people on this planet. Yeah. It's like, dude. What the hell? And he just said, would say stuff throughout the whole thing. It's like, you are a vile, sick, despicable man. And yep. Albert Finney did it so well that you really hated him. But what I love, what I love is when he first starts to crack when he's at the Christmas party. Yeah. And they're playing this yeah. game. And he is he's starting to have fun. And we see Albert Finney transform from this old ass curmudgeon into a younger kid yeah that's when you see he's him having starting fun to, to remember his, his he forgot what it was bad. like to be a child he forgot yeah. what it was like um and it was it was well done dude this one is just so well done i like how i like how they did this there's a scene that is not in the book. And usually I get really pissy when somebody does something so <laughs> no. so drastically. So drastically against the main story. Now right. I understand usually like changing something like we have to put two characters as one because it just slows it down if you try to have yeah. too many things going on. And I understand that. And usually it really bothers me when they add something. But there's a scene in this movie where Scrooge goes to hell. I know. That was like, what? I wasn't ready for that. But that it's perfect. Is- it works. It and works it perfectly works because they kept it all in character and all as part of what he's going through. Instead mm-hmm. of having it just be like, he's in hell now. What? What? What happened? Well, what was What was great about when happened. he goes? What was great was when he goes to hell. He finds out he is now Bob Cratchit to Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. And he is in a freezing ass cold room and told he'll be the only one in hell freezing. Yeah, uh, yeah. it yeah. is. It is a special kind of irony. That he has put in that. And yeah. I thought it was well done. I was thrown off as like, wait, is he in hell? Oh my God, he's in hell. Yeah, and it was cool. It was it was cool. And I love the bit of, with the chains. Because yeah. Jacob Marley said, you know, the more evil or horrible you are, the bigger your chains are. And yeah. he's like, they're still making yours. You know, it's taking a so while. Your chain wasn't ready for you. And oh, it takes wait, all these guys down. bringing this giant chain in. And it's there's, there's so much symbolism in this movie. And it's just yeah. so well done. Well done. They did. They did a really good job. 
the song each and again this is a this is a musical where all the songs push the story forward. They do. That's that's There's one of the things. There's an unnecessary song in this. Unlike The Wiz. Yes, not and that's an unnecessarily song unnecessary song in this. It all That's makes what sense. I that's what I took from this. I watched this as like cuz I I like musicals if they're grease. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that's, I know I put you through musicals and I know you That's my bar. Like that's my I I like I like a good musical. This was good. Yeah. The songs worked. The songs yeah. made sense. Yeah. They all drove the story. And that's some things that we've talked about. Just right. breaking out into song for the hell of it doesn't make sense sometimes. But yeah. when yeah. this one they all fit except I thought there was a time that we didn't need to hear the same song so close to each other again. Um oh. Okay, is that the the one uh, that uh, Tiny Tim sings? No, it's I think it's the what is it? So thank, thank you, you very much. much. Yes, we hear it so close. It seems like within ten to fifteen minutes of hearing it, we hear well, it again. Yeah, but that's it also, makes sense. That's also the time, and it, to me, it makes sense because the first time it's meaning one thing. True, that's the a good second point. Second time, that's a good point. <clears throat> Is what Scrooge thought it meant the first time. I know that was that's my favorite scene in the movie. I don't want to Scrooge... give too much away with yeah. it, but yeah. All I'm gonna say is there's a scene that um I was shocked, I was shocked to see, and it's such yeah. a great song. Um, and just seeing Scrooge, he's like, he's so proud, he's so happy, yeah. and then he realizes what people are happy about. Um, I will I will without giving the whole scene away, they're happy because he died, and it was the yeah. kindest thing anybody's ever done. And it, it's such it's a good so wow that dance number it's a good one i was talking to the old lady and there's a there's a scene there's probably about a hundred dancers at minimum oh, yeah. there's a hundred dancers on camera all at the same time doing all the exact same movements yeah i don't know how many times they had to shoot this oh lord you know the choreography alone, takes forever that alone would be forever to film but there's one point, and I don't know if you caught this, and it seems like a little thing. If you're not really paying attention and you're just watching the dance, you're like, oh, that's really good. But all the men take their hats off. And they're like almost not the topper hats, but they're almost like maybe half the size of a topper. Mm -hmm. And they flip. They don't spin them like lengthwise. They spin them end over end in the air, which is very difficult to spin a hat and then grab it and put it back huh. on. It's just because it catches air. Every guy in that crowd, which is probably if it was 100 guys, 150 people, 75 guys, yeah. all taking their hats off at the exact same time, flipping them end over end, catching them and putting their hats back on. I did on, not catch that. All at the same damn time. And last night's the first time that I realized what they had done. And wow. it's a little, like I said, it, if you're not paying attention, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But they have that many guys do that type of hat and that type of spin. Yeah. Difficult. The rest of the time, they were just kind of throwing your hat, their hats up like you would whenever you graduate, you know, kind of a spin mm -hmm. up in the air and catch it like a disc kind of thing. Yeah, just. That was, but, but that first one, I was just like, holy crap. They all did it. Not just the one guy. Yeah. They all did it. <laughs> I was like. How did they get that shot? That to me is miraculous. That that that's the kind of thing that I look at when I've so watched dancers. Yeah, it was it was well done. I I can't dance. I definitely can't dance like that. But that that dance. 
That's my favorite. Ne- next to the Saw Dance in, okay. in Seven, yeah, Brides, Seven, Seven Brothers, yeah. this is my next favorite dance. Or they're right, they're so close together. Yeah. But yeah, God, I love this movie. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it to anyone. Absolutely. Who loves Absolutely. Ebenezer Scrooge stories. Um, the Christmas Carol. This it tells the actual story. It do, it does take some liberties here and there, of course, of course, because it is a musical and Scrooge goes, does go to hell. But it doesn't bother me. I mean, it wasn't one of those deals where I was like, "That was useless. That's stupid. That's why did they do that?" It actually all fits into the story. It's basically liked... Christmas future sending yeah. him there. Like this, this is where this is your future. This is where you're going. Yeah, yeah. What I liked was catching scenes that I've seen redone in other versions of this movie. Right. right. Uh, like, like the sliding on ice took me right to the Muppet, yeah. the Muppet movie, and the Muppet Christmas Carol. This one, as far as my ranking falls, uh, probably into the third, yeah, position. Okay. Um, because I, I, I still. I absolutely adore the Muppet Christmas Muppet, Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. I get it. And and to me, with the Muppet Christmas Carol, I am still so much in love with what we watched last year, The Man Who Invented Christmas. Oh I yeah. I, I just I, that movie was so brilliant. I just loved it. And seeing this, this is good. This is yeah. really good. And I remember the 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 first not the the second ghost who showed up, the big uh, what happened? Ghost of Christmas Present. Yeah, I'm sorry, my screen just went blank. Okay, yes, really? I uh, can see you fine. Well, all right, we're here. It's back on. Uh, oh. But there was that was really cool to make him look so giant, and then having all the wire work and everything. Uh, but the that's book, the scenes really big. Yeah, in the book, he's big, and he can fit in the very small places, so he can grow and shrink. Yeah, and, and I remember um, just seeing those scenes as a kid i've I've seen that that bit of the movie before and jacob right. marley looked familiar uh there were things that reminded me it's like i saw this sometime in the 70s i saw yeah. this at some yeah, point sure. i didn't remember much of yeah because it was on tv we had as i was saying earlier we just there's a few things to watch and everybody yeah. watched them <laughs> you better watch one of them because somebody's going to talk about that the next day in school oh yeah everybody had to talk about it yeah it's it's the jr ewing moment yeah it's the jr ewing moment who shot him <laughs> <laughs> then turned out that's not who I thought shot Jr. That sucks. It was a dream. It was a dream. No, Sorry, that folks. was a dream later. That that dream yeah. later. They, they were like, "Shit, our show sucks." Oh. Got Bobby back. Uh, yeah. But for, for, for Scrooge, there is a cartoon. There's an animated version of Scrooge. Oh, you said Mag- Mr. Magoo? It's on Netflix. No, no, this is not Netflix. Oh. Oh, okay. And I think it's called Scrooge. And I watched it last year with the wife. And the songs, they were pulling up songs from this movie. Huh. I, looked over, I looked over at the wife and said, how in the hell, how in the hell are they getting away with that? How how are they stealing these this music? Right. And it turns out, Leslie Bracuse, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name, so don't kill me, folks. Leslie Bracuse. B-R-I-C-U-S-S-E. I'm guessing it's Bracuse. That's close, I guess. He's the music Maybe. guy. He's, he's the one who came up with all the music. Also produced this, oh. this tune, this, this animated movie. Oh, okay. And it's it runs very close to the lines, but it takes a lot of different liberties and does a lot of different little things. It's a, it's a good, fun watch. 
but there are some songs in it that you're like, how the hell did they do that? I think Ebenezer Scrooge in the cartoon is way too good looking, but that's just me. It's yeah. a good cartoon. I recommend it. You might like it, Scott. I know you want Christmas this year. You know, you want Christmas in your heart. This I, year. I, I do. I you do. might want to watch that one. It's it's good. It's not a, <laughs> not a bad one. At all. Um, but it just shocked me when they took. No, that. very cool. I will uh, I will put that in my Netflix queue. One of the things that I noticed watching this, and the more times I read this story and see this story play out, uh-huh. is is who represents Christmas. It's usually Bob Cratchit and his nephew are basically, they are the spirit of Christmas. They are the most kind, the most forgiving, the most loving. I know. I love that scene with his nephew at the party and he stops everybody to hold a toast to Ebenezer. And they all just look at him with horrors. Like, how can you toast this horrible man? Why are you toasting this? And he says, I know he's horrible. But yeah. he's my uncle. I love him, and I hold hold a place for him here every year, and in hopes that he will come. And I, dude, yeah. that's such a good moment, and it shows you that he and Cratchit are people that, my God, if we could just be a little bit more like them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's hard. It's hard. There is a scene. <clears throat> I don't know if you ever said did we did we do the did we do the George C. Scott Scrooge last year? No, no, we we. There's a scene in we that, did a 1930s one. Um, yeah, okay, the first one we did the probably the first or second one then. Yeah, we've done that one, which was one, great. We did the first one, which is awesome, folks. You got oh, that's really good. Yeah, Christmas Carol, 1930 30 something, and well done, well done, absolutely. I think that guy plays a hell of a good Scrooge. Yeah, um, and he looks just like that whenever he actually got old, which is funny. <laughs> Uh, I've seen the George C. Scott one before, though. There's a scene so. in the George C. Scott one where the the nephew is giving the toast, and everybody's like, "How are you doing this?" And he and he says, "I know he's horrible," and he says, "But my mother loved him, and my mother could only love somebody if there was something to love about that person. So mm-hmm. if there's something there that she loved, I have to keep giving him a chance." Well, and you see that to that effect. And I was just like, every time he says that, it literally makes me well up. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. That, that well, there's, mom, he knows that his mom loved his, his uncle. Right. There's there's a few scenes, and it's not much, but you do uh, see in this particular movie that they tried to show that there was a love between Scrooge and his sister. Yeah. Um, so they did show that and that was good. Um, it's brief, but it's enough to set up that the nephew is the right. way he is. And yeah. I thought that was really well done. Um, yeah, there's so job. much there, you know, it's not only that scene, it's also at the Cratchits when Bob does the same thing, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I, there's something really cool about watching the Cratchits at Christmas. Yeah. They've got, they've got nothing. They've got one small goose to go between them, but he loves his kids so much. And he is putting on this big production of how talented he is with the punch, the famous Cratchit punch. He is making magic for his children. And I just, I get chills thinking about it. It's just so good, man. The wife pointed something out like that about the Cratchit. She's like, she's like, for as bad as they've got it, for as bad as the world is. You would never know. He will not allow that to come and touch his children. No. He's not going to let Scrooge ruin it. He's not going to let the king ruin it, the queen. He's not nope. going to let the mayor, Lord Mayor, ruin it. 
my kids are my kids and I'm going to And they're going to have a good Christmas. And they are going to have a good Christmas. They're not going to know how bad the world really is. Not yet. Yeah. And that's he That's what I got it. from it. It's like and damn, it's Bob. Such a good scene with mm-hmm. Bob Cratchit. And that's a really good guy who plays Bob Cratchit. He's a really yeah. good. I've seen him before too. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I wanted to bring up the guy uh Anton Rogers played Tom Jenkins and I think that's the guy who starts the dance. And mm-hmm. ripping the pages out of the thing. I yeah, think yeah, the yeah. Gentleman. Um, he, his dance, it looks really easy, but I would, I, I would think that that was probably really hard to do on a moving surface. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially on that <laughs> surface. Yeah. It looks like it would be really easy, but that's a narrow and very, not a very long surface to be doing that. On. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, that's a great scene. I mean, but that's one of the things that I noticed last night as many times as I've read and seen uh, the story is just who the Cratchits and his nephew symbolize the spirit of Christmas yeah, embody it right. completely. And you're it's, right. it's very touching. Um, no matter what movie you watch, if you focus on the Cratchits, you'll see the same thing. And it's, oh, yeah. you'll see love. It's, it's really good. And that's, you'll that's just it. Love. And, Scrooge, um, I don't know what it is that the only thing I have, and this is not really a complaint, but it uh, just seemed like he was just won over with by Tiny Tim so damn fast. And here is like, right. excuse me, excuse yeah. me, what? Whereas how did you make the turn? <laughs> some of the other movies, it seems to take a little while longer. I think, yeah, he first... he shifted fast, and that's fine. We know the story. We know it, it's you know he's, he's going to worry about. Fast. Yeah, we know he's going to shift. We know he's going to worry about Tiny Tim. He's going to find out Tiny Tim dies if he doesn't get medical care. Yeah. And this is what's what's wonderful. And you see such a transformation. Albert Finney goes from this old, nasty, yeah. dirty old man uh-huh. into a young, vibrant, loving person overnight. And people's jaws are on the floor everywhere. And it makes yeah. sense because that's what I was like. Damn, what the hell? But that's nobody even recognizes him at first. No, you no, know? they they're don't. Like, they think, yeah, they're expecting that. something completely different. Hey, remember yeah. that debt? Forget about yeah. it. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it changes the, the meaning of that song. And that's exactly. that's and that's, that's where that's it does. You're I mean. right. Like that's You're why right. those songs are so close together. Because I think if you had them further apart, let's you say wouldn't you had catch that it halfway through, which I didn't catch it that close. I think it would be too much of a too big of a stretch. Right. But having them so close is like, look, this this is this is the juxtaposition that happened. Yeah. And that really reinforces the push. You know, that's how yeah. I always take it. Yeah, it was it was well done. Well done. Yeah. yeah. So do you so have anything you else to add about this? I'd I love got it. nothing else to add. I, I, I love it. I recommend it. And get even just spoilers about Yeah, I mean right it's hard to spoil um a Christmas, a Christmas Carol. Yeah. This has got a scene that I'd never seen in it before, and I think it was wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's got good songs, and that's one of, that was the first thing I noticed because it's like, look, I do like musicals, and the ones right. we've we've watched some really good ones, but it's not my go to genre. So right. I was like, oh man, Dave, what have you got me into? Let me watch. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I the song, <laughs> the songs fit. I knew if you it, were gonna like that one. <laughs> I did, dude. If it if it. If it goes along with it, it's perfect. If it, yeah. if it's not just, hey, we need to have 20 songs jammed in here because right. we want to show off elaborate dance numbers and not have any substance to the, right. or sus- okay. yeah, to the movie, then okay, I don't like that. But this one was perfectly well done. And well then done. the boys start singing Father Christmas to them. And then, yeah. again, they start 
the reintroduction to Father Christmas whenever they're singing yep. to it. And it's, again, yep. for a completely different reason. Yep. Um, yeah, this movie I can't recommend enough. Uh, yep. Again, I just, I love the story. I love A Christmas Carol story. I read it every year for the last, I don't know how many years I've been reading this game thing. I, I may have to pick up the tradition. You won't be sorry. And my God, I remember when I first started reading it, I was working at a company during Christmas time and I was just miserable. I was just a freaking misery. And, and you know, here I'm going to throw out my personal religious thought. And I was just like, God, what, why, why, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Give, I need a sign. I need something, you know, let me, let me know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden I found this old book that I had had. It had this book for a long time. And um, for anybody who's listening and not watching, it's A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It is a, a Washington Square Press book. It's a probably, it was, this is how old this book is. This book that I'm holding in my hand was 45 cents bought brand new. Oh, wow. Um, its original press date for this book is. If I can find the date on it, the pages are so old. Nineteen first printing was nineteen thirty-nine. Wow. And another printing. So okay, so this was nineteen sixty-four. This is a nineteen sixty-four printing. But I found this book. Like after I was like, oh Lord, why, why, why? I need I need a sign. Well, I found this book and I started reading it. And for that Christmas was the first Christmas in I don't know how many years of retail that I was like, I'm I'm in a good mood. I I need I need to be it was one of those deals where I need to be a better person. And I just I feel like that. And it comes around every year. And thank God, yeah. because by the time Christmas comes around, I'm already starting to put her out as being a good human being. Oh, dude, so I, I start out uh, by January 30th. It's over. <laughs> To become a miserable asshole till Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but if I, I'll read this book, I'll watch a couple of Scrooges or, or Christmas Carols, and I come back up. I start feeling better. Yeah, again. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely. It used, be, it used to be that guy, man. I was, yeah. I, I remember, I don't know if I ever told the story, and I'm going to tell it real quick, and then we'll then we'll get off. My wife and I, when I when we lived up north up in Jersey, it was wintertime, and we're shopping for it with our friends. We're yeah, we're in the Christmas, you know, mood. Yeah. We're, we're having fun. There's probably six of us in the store, and it's it's like a CVS or a Walgreens or something. We're getting last minute little gifts, you know, tchotchke stuff for everybody. Yeah, and we're basically all buying stuff for whoever's with us shopping. We're just you know goofing around. Had nothing better to do. It was right before Christmas. It might have been like two days before Christmas. And I do the famous, you know. Uh, Anybody who goes around with, you know, Merry Christmas in their mouth should be, um, what, what is it? Buried with a stake of Harley through his heart. And and I'm just, it's like the whole diatribe of, of Scrooge whenever he's talking to his nephew. And I did the whole thing. I At that point, I like right now I'm drawing a blank. Right. I can do it. But I did this whole diatribe and I'm, and I'm like, acting it out to my wife and my friends and they're laughing they're dying they're like oh my god this is brilliant and the lady behind the counter doesn't see us uh -huh. she just hears me saying what i'm saying oh my god 
and she's like, oh my God, what, what is wrong? She's like, it's Christmas. Why are you so angry? And my wife turns around and I don't know if my wife can see her or not, but she turns around, she looks and she's like, it's a Christmas carol. Read a book. <laughs> I don't and remember. I just died. There's like six That's or awesome. seven of us that just died. <laughs> the day of there was... There was some, and I forget what it was from, so forgive me, but there was somebody had done something like that in a bookstore, went up to the counter, just started quoting out of some famous book or some popular oh, shit, book, really? and the so person funny. at the bookstore was completely blank, and, and and you know, people were talking about how horrible this woman was, like, it's from a book. It's from a book, dummy. At oh, a bookstore. God, <laughs> so, the only other time great, that dude. I did that, and the person that did, just somebody knew what I was doing was the uh, the Conan what is what is good oh yes yes, yes. the lamentation of your women you know, the yeah. lamentations of the women and i did the whole thing to my <laughs> i did it in our <laughs> voice and, and <laughs> there was a guy coming around the corner and he looks over and he starts laughing he goes you're right and it was just this big guy this big muscular oh, guy that's awesome like yep that's awesome <laughs> and he was laughing his ass on my well my old lady's just laughing she's like i can't believe because that's how men like that's how men meet that's how men like decide they like each other huh <laughs> that's awesome oh god <laughs> yes you quote arnold schwarzenegger you're probably going to find somebody somebody in your tribe <laughs> very cool very cool so yes i highly recommend this version of A Christmas Carol called Scrooge, yeah. 1970, Albert Finney. Look it up if you um, want to stream it. It's available on Paramount Plus for streaming. Uh, uh -huh. That's where I caught it. It's yep, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah. So that it's it's out there. Um, I don't know. Again, like Dave says, don't know if it's on DVD, but it is streamable. Uh, definitely check it out. So I would like to thank everyone for listening our new listeners our new subscribers thank you and thank you for the suggestions chris all we'll see if those come in this next year and awesome. tune in next week when we bring you some more christmasy goodness Christmas yeah thanks we'll catch you next week Cheers.